Hi, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hawkins Police Chief Hopper, and I'm here to remind you not to drink and drive. Smart. Uh, I am the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You may have seen me before, or maybe not. Um, there's there's many of us. <laughs> I cut. I like. I have to admit, I love it with the red hair because it's like an alternate universe where Mary Jane Watson became Spider-Man, and I think that's dope as shit. That's a story we need. Agreed. Yeah, let's let's write to them and make it happen. That's kind of what I was thinking too. I was like, this would be the in, like alternate reality like you know like the what if episodes like instead she was the one who got bit and like i feel like that would be a very interesting movie slash show they would and i mean that's where we got um Spe gwen stacy spider gwen from you know the alternate universe where gwen stacy became the web-headed wall crawler um but hey folks welcome Welcome back to Nerdy AF. We were just rambling there. Um, this is kind of a special episode um, because we've done a lot of episodes with guests and they've all been great guests, but we wanted to do an episode just with us talking about cosplay, uh, what it is we love about cosplay. Uh, we put a thing out on Instagram asking people their opinion and we got some great comments on it. So we're going to go through those. Um, and so here we are. And Kayla is in her, I'm just going to call it MJ Spidey because I think it, it's so great. Yes. <laughs> I am uh, I am very much Jim Hopper from Stranger Things. Um, although I do have a very thick beard and there's a reason for that. It's because I'm also doing Red Guardian. So I'm kind of like, you know, stuck in between. But yeah, so uh, Kayla, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Um, it's, it's kind of nice of being able to put back on the suit because for both of us, we've taken a, a pretty big break since we're waiting for like the next con to happen. But um, it, it's really exciting to kind of be back in this, especially as we prepare. You know, I'm sure everyone's very familiar at this point with the updates that we were providing, uh, the cons that we're getting ready for. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm getting ready to do Kansas City um, this up, like on St. Patrick's Day weekend or something like that. And then we're getting together for WonderCon the following weekend. And then Finch is going to be going to C2E2 and I'll be going to MegaCon. So the rest of our March is, is very packed and we're really excited. Um, so this is kind of, it feels like what, like, like a preview of what we're going to be experiencing once we're there. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have been looking forward to WonderCon for so long, um, especially since in October, New York City Comic-Con got taken away from us after we had such a blast in Atlanta. So yeah, we're really excited and I'm excited to see everybody's cosplay. Um, to me, that's one of the most enjoyable things about going to a con has been for a long time because you see some really phenomenal, you know, you see like a spectrum, right? Like you see the really phenomenal, like screen accurate stuff of put together the really wacky off the wall, like ingenuitive, creative stuff people come up with. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just beyond excited. Me too. And, you know, one of my favorite things, since we're kind of jumping into Comic-Cons and, you know, uh, cosplay and stuff, it's my favorite thing about a convention tends to be the cosplay contest. It, it's just so exciting to see everyone show off their work in the different class. And for me, I really do like, uh, I can't remember the class name, but when it's mostly like sewing, oh my God, the stuff that I have seen has been absolutely legendary and no offense to my fellow 3d printers but they blow them out of the water um by far with the stitching and the details and the man hours that those people put in um so that's like my favorite part as well as obviously looking at the vendors and everything like that and seeing people out on the floor um so i i am i'm am so pumped to kind of get back into that realm with you too 
Uh, and, oh God, I feel like that con rush is starting again. Like it's just making my bones jittery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the anticipation is palpable. There's absolutely mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Um, but, you know, something that's interesting is that, of course, if you listen to this podcast, you're into cosplay. Um, that's part of the reason why Kayla and I started doing this podcast is because we're into cosplay. Um, but there's kind of like above that sort of like the the grand, um, I guess you would say, question, which is why do you cosplay? Why do people cosplay? What is it that you enjoy about it? So we threw that question out on Instagram and the responses we got it were fantastic. And so we're going to read some of those off and sort of talk about them. And uh, we will let Kayla have first at bat here. Yeah. Well, hey, actually, I just thought of a really good idea is maybe I can pull it up and then screen share it. Or if you want to, like just the general Instagram page. That way people oh, okay. can kind of read along. Um, if anyone wants to find someone's handle, like they feel very much exactly the same. You can connect with people. Um, and then we can read it in order. Because I know we were we were trying to figure it figure that out and i just came up with that idea all right so we have got the uh instagram page pulled up here uh for our fantastic nerdy af podcast so you can see some of the comments that people have left Uh, and i think there were some great themes that popped out of these but i will let uh, kayla take a crack at the first one awesome so the first comment that we got was from figly buff which was the she was the first person we actually had on nerdy af so that's We've gotten really close with Arnett, and so that was fun to see. Sorry, I'm reminiscing. Um, So she said the reason um, why she cosplays and why she thinks people cosplay um, is as an escape from reality, but also to feel more connected to the lore and to be expressive in ways to embody that character, which I really, really enjoy. And I think that sums it up very well for, I would say, most people. Um, you know, we, it's really easy to get emotionally, uh, attached to a character or just be inspired by someone or motivated by someone. You know, I remember one of the first people I was inspired by was Goku, uh, and, and baby Goku, when he's pushing that boulder up the hill and I'm like, I can do a hundred sit-ups too. <laughs> 13 year old Kayla who was going through puberty, um, and was very out of shape, could not do a hundred sit-ups or push a boulder up a hill, but I, I'm still inspired by Goku, and honestly, if I could be that fit, I would be. But uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna go Super Saiyan anytime soon. But yes, um, I I really do like that because being able to put yourself literally like in their shoes can also feel super empowering and feel really connected to your favorite kind of people. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And like I, yeah, hundred percent. Arnett's amazing. Like we love her to death. Um, so it's been great. Like she was, like you said, she was the first guest on our podcast and to like watch like her Instagram followers just like take off, you know, and she is going places, but I think she's absolutely right. I think a lot of us do it um, as a form of escape from reality. I, I I don't, at least for me anyway, it's not a hardcore escape. It's not like my life is so bad. I need to find something to escape to, uh, but you still, you have your daily stresses, right? You know, work, uh, family, if you have that, um, everything else that goes on. And it's a great way to just lose yourself. And I actually believe it's therapeutic. Like the amount of times I've thought about that when I've like spent like two hours, like really focused in on finishing a 3D print. I'm like, wow, for the last two hours, I didn't think about all the other bullshit, you know, that's normally weighing on my mind. So yeah, I agree hundred percent with Arnett. 
Next here is Built by Fett, who's a great builder, great cosplayer, who says, the big reason is that, for various reasons, I dislike my body. Putting on a cosplay not only hides it, but also makes me look like a character I love and allows me to express myself much easier than with words. It also gives me an outlet for my creative needs, being able to bring something from a screen to life and make it exactly how I want. Um, I can understand that. I, I get that 100%. Um, and yeah, and I think like we saw uh, with what our nets, it has a lot to do with like expressing your love for a character. You know, we see that a lot. Like you really like love a character. And like, I think that's a lot of things what initially urges people into getting into cosplay, you know, is that they see a character and they really, 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 really want to be that character. And it's so much fun to be, just be able to dress up like that person and go to a con where nobody's going to judge you for it or people are going to appreciate it and think it's awesome. I agree. And, you know, looking into, you know, the kind of your body image too, is that luckily we do have a, a fairly supportive community too, where you could be any kind of shape or size, color, whatever. Um, and people will see the costume. And that's the great thing about, you know, especially more of the popular shows and TV, um, you know, movies and stuff that you'll be recognizable. Um, and then it, we've talked about this before, but you might inspire other people who may have not had that kind of confidence to see themselves. If their skin color is not the same, if their body types, not the same, um, to be able to do this, you know, to be whoever character that they're interested in or take a nice twist on it. Um, but also to the thing that I've noticed when it comes to just generic clothes is that they're not always, you know, depending on our proportions, especially, um, anyone who has noticed, especially with female clothing, um, not everyone has an hourglass shape or wants to wear like a crop top. Um, and so with that, it's really hard to find clothes that fit your body, especially if you don't have a necessarily like feminine body. Um, so being able to tailor your own clothes or print your own custom armor pieces, exactly fitting for your body versus a costume store, even, um, you get so much more control and then therefore more confidence to be able to fit yourself into some of these things that are, you know, actually sized for you as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I firmly believe that it doesn't have to, does not have to be screen accurate, right? Like if you're cosplaying, it's your bent on it. It's your take on it. So, you know, if you really, really want to dress up as a character and you feel like your body doesn't fit that character, who cares? Make it your own, like roll mm -hmm. with it. You know, the amount of ingenuity, ingenuitous, is that a word? Ingenuity. Ingenious ways. <laughs> <laughs> I've, that I've seen people come up with it's it's incredible and I don't think uh yeah you should ever ever let any sort of body image that you have for yourself get in the way of uh, doing something that you're passionate about especially in a community like this you know so many of us in this community are outcasts or were at one point in time and we understand it you know 100% I just think that uh, you should do it and enjoy it and I promise if you come to a con that you will be adored for it Agreed. 100%. And honestly, you know, I, I work in a profession where I have to look at bodies all day, every day to kind of assess, you know, health status, but at cosplays, that's like the last thing that I think about too. Cause like, I get so distracted of the cool, cool shit that we see and how happy people are. Like, I don't really see a lot of people frowning at a comic con unless it's like a little kid ready to go home. Um, <laughs> so like if, if that gives anyone a peace of mind or also thinking too, like when you're looking at people, do you feel like you're judging them or, you know, assessing them for way too long? Because if you feel like, no, not at all, 
Um, like I feel always appreciative, even people who are in bigger bodies or smaller bodies or what have you. Um, it's most likely that they will be seeing you in the same kind of light. Mm-hmm. 100%. Cool. Okay. So going into our next comment is from Matt Make Something. And they say, for me, it's therapy. Making cosplays takes my mind off things and gives me a sense of peace. Wearing them at cons while meeting people and learning from other cosplays make me happy. And that's that's a really awesome way to approach it as well. And we kind of already touched on how it's very therapeutic, you know, working with your hands and also something that you you did yourself. But um, the great tool too, and that's why we also started this podcast is that you can get connected with so many talented, wonderful people. Like we're, we brag on pretty much everyone who's in this comment section. They're all wonderful people and super talented. And they've all mostly taught us something in one way or the other, either through discussion, through demonstration, or just showing up at the cons, you know, um, giving us inspiration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I love the way he puts that where it gives him a sense of peace. And so often in life, unfortunately, as society moves forward, that is something that is desperately needed. It's something that we're all looking for, of uh, finding that sense of peace. And I think cosplay is a great way to do that. Um, not just like like you said, the therapeutic process of making it, but then also just wearing it and sort of being able to be someone other than yourself for a period of time, whether you're at a con or you're just, you know, hanging out of your house and doing a podcast in your basement dressed up like a sheriff from a TV show. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's so much fun. And yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, it releases all the happy, happy endorphins and makes you feel great. Yeah, agreed. All right. Our next comment comes from Third Dimension Builds. Um, before I like get into his comment, like straight up the Infinity Ultron that oh, this guy so built is fucking insane. If you don't know Third Dimension Builds, go follow him. He is like such a fantastic creator. I love his stuff. Um, but anyway. Third Dimensions Build says, I just like to make stuff personally. The joy of seeing people's reactions is amazing to me, especially kid, seeing a kid's eyes light up. That's why I never enter contests or anything, though. I just enjoy the journey and the results. The struggle for me, I hate being the center of attention to, but it's easier from behind a mask. Um, I like that. Um, and we see this time and time again. Like, say what you want about cons and everything that's fun to do at cons, like the kids who just like, for them, it's like better than Disney world. Like when they see Iron Man walk by and then Captain America and then Batman, and then probably not Billy butcher, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it gives, Oh God, not wrong. The light in a kid's eyes and I'm kids kind of scare me, but in, in cons, it's like you give up any kind of fear and you're like, I will be whoever you want me to be. I will sacrifice my life for you, little one. If you want me to be this person, yes. Um, it is really cool to see that too. And especially, yeah, if you're not the center of attention and if that's the thing is the contest can be there for people, the parties, if that's what you're into, if you're into the furry stuff, they have a place for you. There's just always something for you to do depending on your comfort level, <laughs> um, which is nice about cons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we've heard um, from so many people um, who have been builders um, especially people have done like the Iron Man suits that we've talked to, like the amount of times they're at cons and they spend so much time getting stopped to take pictures with kids and just how heartwarming it is. Like even when they're to the point where the, the suit is digging into their ankle and they're bleeding and they're sore and need to get out of this thing. And there's always one more group of kids or a kid that wants to stop and get a picture with you. And you can't say no, right? Like you absolutely have to do it. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, okay. So the perfect Perry, also a really wonderful person. I love, I love them. I got to meet them in St. Louis. Um, okay. So here we say, I think I make things from a place of what is it like to be X person? The imagination is what makes it feel real and fun. I suppose asking to have your picture taken with other cosplayers and fans of the characters. Always awesome. I won't lie. I like the attention too. It also makes me feel accomplished when I finish it. Like I did something that means something. If it, if it, oops, my mouse, if it's for me or someone is that feeling is hard to beat. And yeah, that's kind of, you know, echoing things that we said too. either if you're not there for really, you know, to have a lot of attention on you, you can kind of just navigate the floor as you will, or have comfort days where you're going in your own clothes to enjoy everything. You can do things with the booth or you can be out there, you know, strutting your stuff. Um, and then being that sense of inspiration for other people. Mm-hmm. I like that. And you're absolutely right. Perry's a great, great guy. I haven't gotten to meet him in person yet. I really hope to someday because I just, I just think he's cool. And I love the stuff that he makes. Um, yeah. The attention is, it is definitely is something. And I like the way like that's juxtaposed with what third dimensions build said, where he's like, he doesn't like the attention. So being behind a mask is great. Whereas Perry's like, I love the attention. Um, when we went to dragon con and we were both in our cosplay and I was cosplaying as Billy Butcher. <laughs> I never once in my life thought that walking through a room being repeatedly called cunt would be so enjoyable, but it was so much fun. They like just ran to me. And sometimes I didn't even know who would said it. You just hear, oi, cunt. And you'd turn around and be like, who said that? I don't know, but you'd laugh. Like, that's, that's cool, right? Yeah, I do like that. And, you know, that's the thing, too, uh, having those little comments that, you know, relate to the show. So for anyone who hasn't watched The Boys, he says the character says that all the time. So that was that was funny. You even got like a funny card that had it like in nice, like fancy lettering that said, oi, cunt. <laughs> yeah, it was a little um, it was a little black ribbon that in like old English font said, oi, cunt on it. And that is like one of my treasured possessions right now. Right. And I, that's, that's so funny that someone had it to begin with, but two was passing it out for all the, the Billy butchers. Um, so just kind of having that little bond too, or seeing, um, I know when we went there, we were seeing some photo shoots and stuff and I really love the witcher and all the people there were dressed up like in various versions of Geralt. So, and I was just like, wow, this is like the multiverse. Uh, but with the Witcher, and that was really cool to see too. It was just like there's so many of them, and like people think like, what's better than one? A whole Comic Con filled of them, <laughs> which I, I love. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Yeah. And uh, next one is from Atlanta Iron Man, um, who we got to meet at Dragon Con, who is like like legit one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Like he is. Uh, I I I feel weird as a guy saying this to another guy, but he's such a sweetheart. Like he was just, he was so cool to talk to. Um, but he says, great video. Thank you. Um, I love cosplay because deep down you get to be yourself, have fun with an amazing community of people who are all expressing themselves and having fun. I love the community. Dude nailed it on the head. Like just nailed it on the head. I think the best part about cosplay or maybe one of the best parts about cosplay is 100% the community. You know, if the cosplay community was full of people who were judgmental and nasty and mean, cosplay wouldn't be near as fun. Um, but whether you're doing cosplay at a con or you're taking pictures and putting it on Instagram, I like if I'm ever feel like down, I just scroll through Instagram and see like the new stuff that people have come up with and the comments that people have left like, dude, that's awesome. Like, oh, my God, you look amazing. You know, and that's uh, that's extremely heartwarming. Yeah. And like you just again, to reiterate, 
definitely a sweetheart. And, you know, to see his expression of that too, of, you know, wanting to be around people who are themselves and having fun. And that's exactly what he was doing. He was so excited to kind of tell us about what he did, which I, you, if you watch the video and again, I think I've already said this in another podcast, I was just looking it up and down because it was so pretty. It was so shiny and I love pretty shiny things. <laughs> I'm like a bird. Um, and yeah, just to have, and you know, that just, that, I don't know where my tangent came off with that, but I was just thinking maybe at Comic-Con, I think it would be so interesting since we're talking about being ourselves and we know that, um, there's so many different backgrounds for people who are going into comic cons and, uh, you know, this being their escape. I would be so curious to do like a little segment where we were like, what's your day job? And then why do you do cosplay? And like to figure out like, cause you know, I I'm a dietitian where all the other dietitians are like, most of them don't know what cosplay is, but a couple do. And they're like, that's pretty cool. Um, but that, I don't think anyone really does it themselves, but they, one person I think may have been to a convention. So I think it'd be so cool to kind of see the the difference of backgrounds and if there's any kind of trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it so much. Um, and it is, it's, I, I like the way you say that. Um, yeah. JT, our bestest buddy. He says, I'm making the derpiest face ever. Um, it's not that bad. And he was, he was really fun to meet too and have on the, I think we ended up just kind of uh, derailing on our podcast where we were just talking about a lot of fun stuff. I'll read the next one too, since that one was kind of like just a short comment, but he's also a really cool guy. I, I, we should just have him on for a live and just kind of BS with them. Cause I think that was fun. Yeah, for sure. And he's the guy I love that. I love him so much. Uh, we got to meet him for the, I've been following him. We had both been following him for a while, but got to meet him for the first time at dragon con. And then when I was, out of commission um, a couple months ago with my second surgery, he 3D printed me a Billy Butcher and sent it to me. Um, painted and everything, and it's so cool. It's I have it upstairs, but when I redo my background here, it's 100% going on display because I just it just it cracked me up. I'm like, this box came. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I open it up, and there's this like butcher inside, and I'm like, oh my god, you know that is so freaking cool. Yeah, but he is absolutely 100% right. I agree with JT. He is making the derpest face ever, hundred <laughs> percent. There it shows up right there. <laughs> we still love you. I he's, didn't think it was bad. He's gonna say it. Well, okay, <laughs> I'll read the next one. Um, Commander Snips, um, Snipes, Snips, Snips. Um, I cost. Okay, gotcha. I cosplay as a way to express my love for a character and franchise. It's also kind of an emotional outlet for me. So kind of, yeah, again, uh, I guess that one is very common trend for a lot of people. There's an emotional outlet there and also that connection with their, their favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I got to give props to Commander Snips right off the bat. A, a because she is a Ahsoka Tano cosplayer. And if you can't tell from my background, I'm a bit of an Ahsoka Tano nut. I've got, uh, I got to leave out of the way. Yeah, I've got, oh yeah, you can't see because I'm sharing, um, but I've got a couple uh, Sokotano prints up there. Um, I think she's absolutely right, expressing the love for a character, you know, and we kind of touched on that earlier. Is, you know, I think still think that's kind of the way people initially get into cosplays. They say, oh, I love that character and they want to do it. And yeah, I think she nails it on the head. Oh, I'll read the next one. Jedi variant cosplay, Rachel, who we also met at Dragon Con. Um, she was doing the- uh, Oh, she's the, right there. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's great. Um, and she says, cosplay is a fun, creative outlet for me. I have always loved looking at something and thinking, how can I make that? I'm continuing to learn to do new things and challenge myself as a cosplay 
as I cosplay different characters. It's an added bonus that I can express my love for different fandoms and franchises at the same time. Boom. That is a fantastic comment. Um, and that's the interesting thing. Well, like, like you also get this thread of people who do cosplay who are really, really into the building side of it. Like they want to figure out like, how can I do this? How can I make this work? And sometimes some of those people are really fun to follow on Instagram as you follow their stories like over the course of weeks and months as they're working on a cosplay and how they manage you this and oh I tried this and that didn't work so I tried this hey that looks way better yeah yeah um and also too that just how it was phrased reminds me of how people do mashups too of sometimes multiple characters or bring their cosplays into different kind of settings like the renaissance fair um but yeah no I I agree 100% with everything too it, it is fun and you know for me um, which you, I don't know how much you relate, but like, I just saw people doing stuff with 3d printing. I was like, okay. And I, you know, normal things like feel fairly hard to me where I'm just like, okay, I'll watch someone do it, but I won't do it myself. But there was something different about 3d printing. I think it's because it was tied to all the things I loved or gave me that freedom and power to make those things, which I was like, okay, if it can do that, like, I always want to have a cool Marvel nerd wall. I could just make it mm. granted the, the quality might be a little off <laughs> with experience my, my stuff has gotten better but um it is cool to kind of have that tool to really open up your world absolutely absolutely so for sorry guys i don't have my glasses on neither There's do i it's kind of hard to be blind girl on. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> um, I might read both of these two since one small but mm. um lost in the cosplay life says because we all love to dress up like our heroes it's now we just do it as adults amen to that <laughs> and again there's a reason why we liked it as kids and why kids like it when they see us it's just super freaking cool and if that's the closest we can get to seeing it in real life hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay did you want to say anything about that or you feel pretty same yeah yeah pretty much the same i think uh every cosplayer starts at halloween right mm -hmm. like they mm -hmm. remember that joy as a kid of getting to dress up like whoever it was depending upon what you know generation or for me it was like optimus prime <laughs> and a ghostbuster and it just felt so cool and there was a certain giddiness to it that like and then you feel kind of cheated like i only get to do this once a day you know your mom would buy you that like halloween costume and you'd find reasons to wear it around the house you know, just because it seemed a shame to like wear it once and enjoy it so much. And then we grow up and it's sort of like, I can do this as an adult. Yes. Uh, you know, you're talking about some of your first costumes. And I remember this vivid memory of being, I was a kid, a very young, like probably like four or five. And that's probably the only childhood memory I can actually remember. Um, but she dressed me up as the yellow Teletubby. <laughs> so, you know, I was young and she had me walking through a Kohl's. <laughs> for like some kids walking by and they're like i want to be a teletubby and before i was fighting her in the car i'm like i don't want to be seen in this and then i was like yeah i'm a yellow teletubby and i just thought that was so cool but yeah you're right it started kind of with halloween for me too i'm sure a lot of cosplayers would say you know one of their favorite holidays is is uh halloween mm -hmm. my favorite Halloween costume was and it was very innovative by me but I dressed up as a hobo mostly because I already dressed like that anyway <laughs> and <laughs> I had like a sign that said like uh, please anything helps for candy 
I was so smart and I got so much candy and uh, yeah, Halloween's my favorite. That's awesome. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to dive into that. But okay, I'll read um, Flip 3D, which is I have always been going to conventions since 2017. Since then, I've always wanted cosplay. Now that my Master Chief armor is done and I have worn it to a few cons, my reason for cosplaying is to see the excitement and joy it brings to those at events. I was inspired by cosplayers when I attended events, and I hope I can inspire someone to start their cosplay journey. Yeah, that that's a super rewarding thing, too. And if anyone who has a 3D printer will know that they've probably inspired, if they've been doing it for like over a year, they've probably inspired at least one person to also get a printer. And that's pretty fun, too. It's like it's like a weird cult that nobody talks about. It's just like, you got a printer? I got a printer. Or I'm going to get a printer. And then you just never hear from them like until you start seeing their stuff pop up on an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's awesome. And I, I like the way sort of like in his comment there, he encapsulated his journey uh, where he started to like, because I was the same way. I like when you and I went to Dragon Con and I cosplayed as Butcher, I had been going to cons probably, I want to say I probably went to my first con in like 2005. Oh, wow. So that's how many years I've been going to cons and never once cosplayed. Um, always kind of wanted to, you know, thought it was interesting. But, you know, and then, you know, you sort of lie to yourself. You're like, oh, I'm not that big of a nerd. I'm not like <laughs> those people, you know, as I sit here doing a podcast about cosplay. Um, <laughs> in but, the cosplay. Yeah, in cosplay. <laughs> um, and part of it was the, and I, I think this is really important to stress, part of it was the intimidation factor. Like, oh, I could never pull one of those off. I could like, what character would I even do? Like, you know, I don't have, you know, big freaking pecs or any of that kind of stuff. Like, what could I even? Um, and it, it doesn't matter, you know. Find uh, my me personally, I like to find cosplays that sort of like fit my body shape and type. So, being in my forties, somebody like David Harbor is perfect. So, whether I'm doing Red Guardian or Jim Hopper, but that doesn't mean you have to. You definitely don't have to. Um, you can, you know, we touched on this earlier. You can go any way you want with it. The sky is the limit. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I agree with that too. I, I'm much more newer to the cosplay world where it started because I got a 3D printer. Um, so I, my first convention was, cause I also didn't really know anybody until only a few years ago, which is when I went for my first time. I think the first one I ever went to was in those are really, really tiny ones. So I don't even know if I want to count it. Cause I like, I went through it in like 10 minutes. So I'll count my real one or my large one. I should say they're all real. Um, that was in 2021. My first one was at Kansas city, which is why I've dubbed it as my home con and we'll be going back annually. Um, yeah, that, and I went in cosplay. I went in my taskmaster cosplay for my first ever con. Like I didn't even go casually or comfortably or nothing. I just full sended that because I think I was too scared to not do that. If like, I didn't want to have, I was like, I'm just going to go. So I did. Oh my God. I sweat so much. I wish I would have known and prepared. That's, that's the other thing you learn yeah. through that through time. Yeah. And that taskmaster looked amazing. Like I keep wanting to like whip that one back out. Cause that thing was stellar. Honestly, I really should because that was shortly after the movie came out. And so a lot of people, that was the first Taskmaster they've seen. And honestly, I think there was only one person who had one decked out and out out and ready before me. But I know I, I have was the first female Taskmaster with a 3D printed cosplay. And I think even over foam. Um, a lot of people didn't actually watch the movie whenever I, they're like, what is that? I'm like, oh. 
who skips the opportunity to see Scarlett Johansson? Right. <laughs> if you did, I don't think I want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> they just weed themselves out naturally. Yeah. If I'm doing Red Guardian, why are you not bringing Taskmaster to WonderCon? Like, I don't know it's, why that, uh, that just connected in my head. Yeah. So there's a lot of pieces that had gotten broken in the move, oh, as well as, um, as since it was my first cosplay ever, it was kind of like Jimmy rigged up <laughs> to keep it from falling off at the end. Cause, and then also my like, um, visor, I changed up the dimensions of the actual helmet. So normally the, the visor is supposed to slide up, but I did not. It, it was just really long that way. And I was like, that does not look like a skull. It needs to be more rounder and square. What's changing the shape of that changes its ability. So you have to pop it off all the time. Oh. Um, so I popped it off and it slipped out of my hand and hit the ground. So there's, and then that was already like custom dimensions that I've lost. Uh, oh. that, like I was like, oh, these again, I'll delete them. <laughs> Dumbass. Um, but so that's, and then also I can't see very well out of helmets. So that was the other issue that I found with that. Although I would be fine to go without the helmet. I was carrying it in my hand a lot. Um, but most people would be able to probably recognize who it is from the rest of the armor. But that might be something that I end up breaking out again. But I would have to re I, I would have to do almost like an entire rehaul, I think, on it and reprint it. Yeah. And that was the job was not the best. Yeah, and that would throw you into con crunch like overnight. Like, oh, by the way, like, yeah. you have oh my two God. and a half weeks. Get on it. Oh, God, yeah. My printer, uh, we were just talking about this. Uh, I just got into D&D. Thank God. That was wonderful, too. And so we were trying to print out th uh, big versions of the miniatures, but I'm using a glass bed that's really thick. So I have to swap that out and potentially the whole hot end because uh, there's just a lot of temperature regulation issues. So um we'll see how how that goes but that's just not something i'm gonna dive into right now um which means my printer the only one i have right now is like that one so we'll we'll see how life goes i'm just gonna take it that's the other thing with printers they exhaust you yes they do yes they do i texted you earlier today i'm like my freaking cord caught on fire i yeah. know <laughs> warranty <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a printer that needed a new uh, bed thermistor, and I replaced it and put it all back together and turned it on. I was waiting for it to come up temp, and I literally see the heating cable coming out of the back of the bed, like, smoking. And I'm like, that's not right. That's not... And then you have this debate, like, do you think I could get through a print? No, I can't get through a print. No, okay, I better shut it down. Text to Kayla right away. I'm like, my house almost burned down because of my printer. Yeah, and it Dude, was a basement. I, I almost literally almost I turned it on. I almost went to go upstairs and like do something and come back in like a minute or two. And oh, am I glad I didn't? That was that was a little spooky. You know, I had a similar story where I my I had a blender that started smoking and flames shooting out the bottom of it. And if there's any moral of the story, guys, here's the two messages cosplay it's fun and to get warranties on your stuff that might have electrical components because they may go and be a flame yeah just fry themselves yep best well, two dollars ever spent on that blender <laughs> the warranty <laughs> make sure you don't use ice and when they don't have better motors <laughs> right yeah yeah find a better way to make your margaritas um <laughs> yeah because i'm assuming that's what was going on I was actually making a smoothie trying to be healthy, but I should have just 
stuck with some other options. Smoothie was on fire. But for since we're talking about food, sorry guys, it is the yes. thought. If you do like smoothies, don't use ice, use frozen fruit. That will give you the texture that you're looking for. It does. It really does. I can attest mm. to that for sure. Um, next <sighs> comment. Celtic Customs 3D. This is a great comment. Um, for me, it helps me escape the demons of my past and spend time as my favorite characters. Helps me look at my own situation from a different perspective and lets me socialize with other fans and cosplayers. It's also inspiring my weight loss journey. I love this comment because, um, you know, if you have, and most of us do, something in your past that you're not proud of, whether it's something small or it's something big, um, you usually have a healing process that you need to go through with that. And I've found that uh, from talking to people and myself personally, is that whether you're doing 3D printing, um, which I'm assuming if your name is Celtic Customs 3D, you do 3D printing, um, or you're doing the sewing fabric aspect of it, or you're doing EVA foam, there, again, there's a very therapeutic process to that. And it can really help you, you know, just kind of like help your mind calm down, give yourself, you know, a breath of fresh air and time to potentially work through some things. Yeah. And you know, um, that also kind of my brain, I don't know if it's my ADHD or if it's because some of the things in these comments remind me of it, but, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but people who cosplay as certain characters, um, there tends to be like a trend with their personalities too. So if you find a favorite character and you find other people who also cosplay as that character, a lot of the time you guys have similar interests, personalities, or you're drawn to them for a certain reason. So that's kind of a nice thing. Like there's the Iron Man people, there's the Mando people, there's the cat people. I was just thinking like they all have such unique personalities that, you know, um, if you find something that you, you've bonded with trying to get past some dark stuff, like let's say your character also has kind of like a dark history or something you can relate to. There might be um, some avenues to explore like that when it comes to friends or connecting with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Mm hmm. Okay, and the next comment is it's Chow Time Cosplay saying, I make cool shit. Hell yeah. So <laughs> that's the best part. Let's find out because he says, I make cool shit. So let's right here on screen share look at his profile and see if he's full of shit or not. He is not full of shit. Like that is, um, yeah. Ooh, shiny. Yeah. I'll give him credit. That's one sweet looking Mando. Cool. Yeah, that is. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he is not lying at all. Wow. Yeah, and I, I've talked with him for a handful of times too, and he he's a great guy. He's really really nice too, and a good good person to kind of correspond with. Yeah, cool. that's good stuff. We're gonna give him a. Follow. I think we just became his one hundredth follower. Yep, look Woo! at that. We just live here Woo! on the air. We just became his 100th follower. That fills me with joy. I don't know why. Um, it fills me with joy too. I always. Love to see it. <laughs> well, those are those are all the comments we got on the post. Um, I, I enjoyed all of them. Um, I, I like the 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 different points people touched on. We I definitely see some common threads throughout there, and uh, yeah, I, I think altogether it's an uplifting experience, top to bottom. I agree. And hopefully we will keep meeting such wonderful people. Like these perspectives are, I think almost all of us can agree. Um, and those are the kind of people to keep in your life. And obviously like Finch and I met through cosplay or talking about it and having this, Oh geez, my camera's blurry. Hold on. Well, I Hold was kind of laughing. Cause like the more you sipped wine, 
more the blurrier you're, got. The blurrier you're getting. <laughs> my camera's keeping up with me, folks, but unfortunately doesn't know. Yeah, my camera's actually a lightweight in comparison. <laughs> but because also this is yeah, I've only drank like one glass. Wait until I get through the bottle camera, then you'll be batch- matched up with the blur. Um, <laughs> oh, I, and, you know it's funny because I'm like, what what was I talking about just now? About meeting more oh. cosplayers. Yes, meeting more cosplayers. So that that we've talked and had the best conversations and. Every time we get done with a podcast, you know, I think Fitch agrees. I think we've talked about it. It just feels kind of renewing and really good. It's definitely how it feels like find your people and feel like you're fitting in. Even, and it doesn't matter how far you are either. You know, you can, be, we talk all the time. We're doing stuff with D&D now together. Um, and like, I know that this is going to be my longest lasting, beautiful friendship with Finch. And it all started with this. And mm-hmm. I hope that everyone else gets that too with someone or something in their life, you know, that lasts a long time, you know, something that really makes them happy and feels like they can truly honestly be their genuine self. For sure. And, um, you know, I, I think everybody who has cosplayed at some point in time has felt some level of hesitation, whether it was just a little bit or whether it was a lot. And, know that if you're thinking about getting into cosplay, that is there for everybody. Because if you're surrounded by people in your life who aren't into nerdy stuff, who aren't into cosplay, they're not going to understand. And that's okay. You just accept that ahead of time. You know, I've talked about this before on the podcast. My job is my, you were talking earlier about how we compare people like what their real life job was and, and, you know, what their cosplay is. And my real life job is I'm a UPS driver. I work with a lot of big burly men um, the vast majority of with would have zero understanding of me sitting here dressed like this right now or dressing up like Billy <laughs> Butcher or dressing up like Red Guardian or being excited about, you know, the helmet that I made like that is so far beyond them. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if there's conversations that work behind my back. about I have Finch is doing that goofy shit again. I assure you, I do not care. I do not care one bit. Um, it was the same thing if I would have had any friends or people I went to high school with who was like, oh, that guy really went off the rocker. He's like dressing up like superheroes and hanging out at conventions. Who cares? Like, have fun, man. Like, you know, you only get to live once um, and you're walking into a fantastic community and those people will become your family and your friends because, you know, Kayla like nailed it 100% on the, on the head. I love her to death. She's one of my dearest, favoriteest people in the world. Um And several of the people that I now consider the closest friends of mine, I did not know a year ago. And then when I got into this, like some of the friendships that I've made are so genuine and so kind. And I cannot stress enough what a good decision it is for you to do it and get out there, whether it's at a con, whether it's on Instagram, follow people, get to know people, have conversations with them. Your life will be better for it. 100% too. And, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, that's the thing too, is making sure you're having a balance because it's very easy to kind of make your whole presence virtual, um, and not get out and touch the grass. <laughs> so, um, you know, you might be someone who's watching us talk about cons. You might be thinking about doing it yourself, but it might be really hard. Um, if you're looking for any kind of sign, you don't have to go super outside your comfort zone. You don't have to do a contest. You don't have to do anything. You can just show up, not even in costume and just enjoy um, I know I grew up just watching comic cons almost my whole childhood on YouTube because I could never go or I didn't have anyone to go with. 
Um, so sometimes it just means going on your own independently and just soak it in. Uh, mm. So I, I hope that everyone gets their first experience. And then, you know, if you need that extra morale or support, we're always here to talk to you. If you need advice, if you want encouragement, or if you want us to connect you with someone that you've seen on the podcast, we are always happy to try to facilitate those conversations too. Mm-hmm. And and with the cosplay community being what it is, if you're interested in cosplay and you go to a con solo, even if you're not cosplaying, by all means, approach cosplayers. They love talking about their cosplay, about how they did it, what their inspiration was, what other stuff they've done, what future stuff they want to do. Every cosplayer has a list of like 100 cosplays they want to do down the road. I know I do. <laughs> and I think yes. everybody does. And everybody even has their dream cosplay. Like, oh, one day I would love to you know, whatever. Yeah. Highly approachable people. I'm not saying that, there, you know, there isn't going to be a, you know, a smelly egg that here and there. It did. Unfortunately, is the law of numbers with society, but by and large, it is an extremely embracing community. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys tuning in today. Hopefully feel free to pass this on to your friends, your family, or people who you want to explain what cosplay is like, how you feel about it. Cause if I think this is probably one of the best videos that can kind of sum it up, you know, talking about different perspectives, how we got into it, how other people got into it. Um, so this might be a really good way to start some conversations or to, you know, just kind of open up someone else's world to what is cosplay. Absolutely. But uh, we're going to call this an episode. This was a fantastic conversation. Um, I look forward to seeing, you know, the reaction and, you know, more conversation that we can have this as time goes forward. Um, But we are going to get out of here, but you will definitely be hearing from us again. So without further ado, I guess that's more of our intro, but (laughs) talk to y'all later. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)